name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. This month that just started, the month, the month of Papa, it focuses on the concept that Christ our Lord is a true God. The first month that was taught, the message of that month was God, that our Heavenly Father, loves everyone equally. Equally. And we talked during that month about how that God loves John the Baptist as a friend of the bridegroom. And then we also learned in that month how God, the same God, He loves Zacchaeus. He loves the sinful woman equally. And the message of that month was God loves each and everyone equally. If you take two random people sitting in the church randomly and have them stand here in front of God and ask God, who do you love more? There's no such a question. Everybody is loved equally by God. God doesn't have favorites. God doesn't have favors. God loves and cares about each and every one of us equally, whether you're the priest or you're the kid in the back. There's no difference in God's love. For us, we have to know that in our hearts. We have to know that. So, so this was the message of the, of the church for the month of Tuesday. This month, the church is telling us that Christ was not just somebody who preached the word of God, or is not the word of God that was spoken by him, and that's it. Christ came in the power of God. He is God. Christ was not just a philosopher who had some good ideas to share with us. Christ came in the power of God. And the church starts to tell us every Sunday a different power that Christ has. The first Sunday today is the power of Christ over sickness, the paralytic. Next Sunday, we're going to hear about the power of Christ over nature, the great catch of fish. After that, we're going to hear the power of Christ over the demons. And then after that, we're going to hear the power of Christ over death. So when you add all the four months together, all the four Sundays together, you're going to come up with a conclusion, Christ has power over everything, from sickness to demons to nature to death. There's nothing is above or His power. And it is this message that Christ gave to the disciples of John the Baptist. When the disciple of John the Baptist, toward the very end of John the Baptist's life, right before he was martyred, he sent them to ask Christ, are you the one or do we wait for another? He said, go and tell John the things you see and hear. The lame walk, the mute speak, the blind see, and the dead are raised, and blessed is he who's not doubting, who's not offended in me. This is exactly the message of this month. This is the one, blessed is the one who doesn't doubt for a second that Christ is a true God. Christ is a true God. We have talked about this gospel account recently, but today I want to focus just on one verse. And that verse is when the friends, the four friends, led this friend who was sick on a bed through the ceiling, and Christ saw him. Christ told him, Son, your sins are forgiven you. Son. And we don't know why Christ felt the need to say, Son. Starting most of the other miracles, Christ was able to tell him, You're healed. Take up your bed and walk. But this one is started by Son. 
in a compassionate way. How beautiful is it to come to church and hear in your heart, son, daughter, your sins are forgiven you. And these are the people who come to God in humility, asking for God's compassion. God will never speak that way to someone who feels he earned it or is entitled to it for whatever reason in his heart or her heart. The people that come to Christ that way are the ones that hear the compassionate word, Son, your sins are forgiven you. Son, go home in peace. We also hear the same style when Christ healed the woman with the issue of blood. The woman that was bleeding for years and her bleeding would not stop and she spent all her money on the doctors and they couldn't help her. And then when he was walking with the disciples, she touched the hem of his garment. Because she thought she's unclean, he's not going to hear her. In the Jewish tradition, she's unclean. He should not be touching her. So she touched him from the hem of his garment, hoping that that would heal her. And then Christ said, somebody touched me. And we can hear that the apostles were trying to be funny. And they said, what are you talking about? Everybody's pushing around. You're crowded by so many people and you're saying, who touched you? He said, no, I was touched in a different way. A power came out of me and healed and did something. And then that woman, we can tell from the reading, she was embarrassed. She was humiliated. And in that moment, we hear our compassionate God telling her daughter, not unclean, daughter, you're healed. Your faith has made you whole. Because Christ in that situation, he saw the need for that compassion. The need to call her daughter. And God does this with each and every one of us. Whenever situation or day we're in, when we feel the need, and God knows that we do have that need, to hear, son, daughter, you're my son, you're my daughter, God doesn't hold it back. God is not like us. God doesn't hold back from us what we need when we seek Him. We also hear when Christ healed that woman that was bent over for 18 years on the Sabbath, and then the Jewish leaders in the synagogue started to attack her. And then Christ used the same concept. It's like, why are you bothering her? She is the daughter of Abraham. She's like you. You say you're the sons of Abraham. She's the daughter of Abraham. She's equal to you. Leave her alone. Using the same line of thinking. And also see that compassion. When the widow of Nain was wailing after her son who died in the streets. And the text literally said, when Christ saw her, he had compassion on her and told him to stop. Nobody asked him to perform a miracle. He intervened on his own. Stop. And then he raised up that son. We also see when the daughter of Jairus was raised from the dead, the very words of Christ was, were not get up or raise up or be raised up or rise up. He said, literally, the translation in, from Greek is sweetheart, arise. Daughter, arise. Relaying that compassion to her parents that she is his daughter too. So the point here is that we have to trust in the compassion of God. We have to trust, yes, in his power. 
But that power is surrounded by compassion. It's a compassionate, powerful God that we worship. Our God is full of compassion. And God doesn't hold back His compassion from His children when they seek Him. May God grant us to live in that compassion. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.